there are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, this is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in a beautiful Johannesburg. Nice little wind developing. Might be cold by the time Shabbos comes, but a honor and a privilege to bring, to be with you. Those who are here in Johannesburg, those who might be away on their winter holidays, hopefully somewhere even warmer than Johannesburg. If you're listening live on the internet or whatever it might be, it's wonderful to have you aboard and be with us on this Erev Shabbos Kurdish Parshas Balok, which of course T- today is, tonight is actually going to be Yud Zayin Betamas, the 17th of Tamas, in the beginning of the three week period of, of mourning in, in Jewish life and in Jewish history. But of course, because it's Shabbos, we're going to push it all off and only fast on Sunday. So if I'm the first one to tell you that Sunday is a fast day, it's not a bad one. I think it only starts at like 22, 6 in the morning. So you can have a really Get up and early, have a pancakes and toast breakfast before you before you start, and it ends somewhere around six o'clock, even perhaps before six o'clock. Check your local uh, uh, listings. So it really it's a twelve-hour job, and there's of course all kinds of inspiring stuff happening. Lots of good shiurim, lots of good inspirational talks uh, available. Make it an amazing, amazing day in in your life, because that's what a fast is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a time where we inspire ourselves. It's not just about the fasting, as the Rambam says. It's just, the fasting is just a symptom. It's just a way of kind of getting you out of thinking about, uh, what am I going to eat now? And all about food, which of course ends up being counterproductive, because we end up spending the whole day thinking about food. Now, some people might do that, but but uh, to allow the day to to grab you and inspire you and understand a little bit about what the seventeenth of Thomas is really, really all all uh, about. But today, I want to talk a little bit about the the parsha, which of course for all of us still in outside of Eretz Israel, the parsha is Balak. We're almost there. Another two or three weeks, we'll be caught up. Matas Masse, we will finally catch up with Israel, and then even all our Israeli listeners, if there are any, uh, can uh, can tune in and hear a Parsha talk that is relevant to, to them, not, oh no, this is old stuff, this is last week's, this is last week's uh, uh, stuff, but uh, but uh, fascinating Parsha, the Parsha of, of, uh, of Bullock and the the central f- uh, 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 figure in this sixth Parsha is a man called Bilam, and the Torah describes Bilam as Yodea Das Elyon, he kind of, so to speak, literally translated, he knew godly knowledge. And the Gemara explains that this uh, is attribute is, is used to describe the fact that Bilam was privy to know exactly the, the minuscule second that HaKadosh Baruch Hu lets forth his anger in, in the world. That's what Rashi brings from, 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 from the Gemara. Now, if Bilam Chas could have successfully focused on this exact moment and Chas give a curse to Klai Yisrael, then his curse would have Chas affected the Jewish nation in a very, very detrimental, detrimental way. However, a nace happened, a miracle happened during those days of Bilam's kind of horrific attempt 
to to curse Kleiso. And Gemara says in Brochus Daf Zayin that during all that time, Hakadosh Baruch Hu completely refrained from unleashing his anger into into the into the world. Let's stop for a moment and perhaps analyze what actually happened and what could have actually happened. Bilam had the the insight of the exact timing of the Rabbani Shalom's anger. Taisus over there asks, what kind of curse on Yisrael could Bilam have said in a, a, a millisecond which allows only for one word to be to be uh, to be said. You know, how could he have in, in that in that when Akashbokh's timing is, is is perfect in that in that very, very small time, what could Bilam have uttered that would have that would have affected us? Taisus answers Bilam to uh, intended to say just one word, the word kalem, which means chasushon to destroy, destroy them. Now, let's just take this one step further. When it comes to curses of Bilam, one individual who was a Russian who was a gigantic, gigantic sinner, he was I was a low life. He was someone who hated. The Rabboni Shlalem, right? And, 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 and his people. So one word that he would utter could have been sufficient, Chas Shalom, to do us, to do us in, almost. Would it not have been for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's intervention? How much more so? One word expressed in the form of a, of a, of a moide, of, of, of a thank you. By Hakadosh Baruch Hu's beloved people, how much can that achieve? And and, and you know, and, and and to to cause the greatest bracha to fall on Klai. So we know that the midah teiva maruba at least five that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu's midah of goodness is at least five hundred times greater than his midah of punishment. So if you could think of one word of of Bilam's anger could have caused, just begin to imagine what we could accomplish. With just one, this is one word. This is a lesson we have to realize from, from this Pasha. Not to underestimate the power of our speech. The power, even more, of our, of our tefillah. Tomorrow also in, in Brachas, but, uh, daf early on, on daf hey, says, Echad it doesn't make difference whether one says a lot or even a little, that as long as he concentrates his heart to to to, to the Rebbeinu One word, if it's said with kavana from a, from a very deep place in a person's in a person's neshama, can accomplish more than a lengthy tefillah without the kavana, without the intent, without the without the the, the focus. You know, the very first thing we say when we wake up in the morning, first word that comes out of a mouth of a yid, before you even ask what time is it, is the word moida anilafanecha. Is to thank, is to thank Hashem. Our first thought in the morning must be gratitude to the Rabbani Shlalim for returning our neshamas to us, for giving us another day. And, and again, let's understand what, what is in a shama. It's, it's an expression of the, the, the ruchnis, 
that's within us. Where the Torah gives, Torah gives itself gives Edus that Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu blew within Adam Harishan Nishmas Chaim, a spirit which is a recognizable part of Hakadosh Baruch Hu himself. Only a member of Am Yisrael alone can boast and 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 claim. Right, the ownership of such a gift to, to, we are, we are Adam and Lehelion. We are, we are similar to the Rabboni Shalom himself. This, the gratitude we have to have for the return of our Neshama every single morning, which is in fact, it's a declaration, it's an announcement saying this is our unique identity and our bonding to, to the Rabboni Shalom. And, uh, that's, that's in fact, uh, 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 Hinted to in the word moide, which if you turn the letters around, can be read as doime, with the fact that we are similar, we contain within us part of the Rabban Shalom, part of the Rabban Shalom. Now, Bilam himself testifies to the very special relationship that Am Yisrael has with our Kaddish Baruch right, which is manifested in the unique way, the ritual we follow when we wake up in the morning with our immediate address of of Hakarasatayv of gratitude to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. he says himself, "Hein am kilaviyakum." Behold, the Jewish nation is one that rises like a lion cub. They rise early to snatch up the chap to a few a few mitzvahs. Says says Rashi, and if you look at that at that Rashi a little bit closer, so we find that the word hein. Am Yakum, the word Hain, which introduces this concept of Klaiso's unique kind of wake up strategy. So the first day that seems to be a, 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 a extra, superfluous. You could have just have said uh Yakum. Now what's what's the translation of Hain now? It's it's probably behold. So if you look, if you look in, in the Targum Yenison, Targum Yenison translates the word Hain to mean uniquely, perhaps sing- singularly, right? So, and, and in fact, Chazal tell us that the word Hain means that we stand alone and we're uncomparable to anything else. You know, because the the uh, the letters of the Aleph base. So we know that Aleph to Yud are are uh, are the single digits. And then we have Chof to Chof to Tzadi, which are the the two digits, and and they they uh, kind of join together, right, to to complete the number ten and the number one hundred, which are the whole numbers. So the letters Tes and Aleph, for instance, equal ten. Ches and Beis equal ten. Zayin and Gimel, Vav and Dalit. However, the letter Hey is doesn't have a shidduch. There's no no one to uh, to match it. So it goes all by himself. You have to have two Hey's to arrive to arrive at ten. The same thing in the in the uh, in the double digits, right? You have the the Yud and the Tzadi, right? Equal hundred Pei equal uh, joins with Chaf. Ayin joins with Lamed Samach. Joins with Mem, 
But again, the letter Nun has to go by himself and double itself in order to equal a hundred. So we see that even the letters of He and Nun stand by themselves. And, and, uh, and therefore it teaches us that the, 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 that just like them, we too, we are hein am we, we live by ourselves, we're not, we're not uh, considered, we're not important, we're not, uh, uh, amongst the, the, the number of all the, of all the nations. And when it comes to, to our Satayv, Am Yisrael stands alone and is superior to any other nation in the, in, in the world. And that doesn't make a difference when. Past, present, and, and, uh, and future. Every year is required to make a minimum of a hundred brachas every single day. Right? You drink a, you drink a coffee or you just have some water. Anytime during the day or night requires one to acknowledge the source of this creation and, and, and show a korasatayv to, to the rabbinic We are a moide nation. We'll come back with a, just a, a roundup of this, of this discussion and get into our Hilchah Shabbos slot in a moment. This is 11.9 High FM on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchah Shabbos only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 Chai FM, we're back on your radio here in Johannesburg. Hope your Friday is going swimmingly well. Uh, the important times for the Shabbos, as we always do at this point on the show, is candlelighting tonight is no later than 17 minutes past 5, 5, 7, 17. Uh, uh, sunset then is about 25 to, uh, to 6. And Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 6.09, nine minutes past six. As I mentioned, Sunday is a fast day. The Haftorah for this week is the normal Haftorah for Parshat uh, uh, Balak. And then, as I said, we go into the three weeks starting from Motzei Shabbat with the things that are forbidden during the three three weeks, the weddings, the music, the the haircuts, etc. Uh, and then actual fasting on on, uh, on on Sunday, so just come back to what, what we're saying and kind of kind of wrap it up. Uh, uh, as I said, our our, our uh, hallmark as a nation is the fact that we thank Hakadosh Baruch. In fact, maybe that's even why a Jew is called a Yehudi. Yehudi also comes from the word Moide, one who's one who th- uh, thanks. And uh, you know, stop a stop a from Jew on, on the street and ask him how things going, and invariably. His answer will be Baruch Hashem or Bechasle Hashem, and that really is. We say Kol Aneshama Tahalal Kol. And the Gemara says Kol Neshima Neshima for every breath that we have. Right? We have to thank Hakadosh Baruch for every every single breath that we we have, because even something as as seemingly kind of natural as that. Nothing should be taken for granted and, and be expected. Ask it for someone never who has emphysema, who's suffering from any kind of, uh, of, of chest ailment, and, and they'll tell you what a wonderful gift breathing, breathing is. And that's why, yeah, well, uh, uh, the word, uh, the word moide is actually, has the same gematria as, as hain. Again, it's, it's, 
It's that the fact that that their gratitudes and and their conscious appreciation of our Kodesh Baruch as the one who does so much for us. We have to constantly, constantly recognize it, and and that's the sort of unique resource that every single Jew has, more than even the rest of mankind and 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 the world. I mean, if you take it one step even further, even after a person does the the most bodily function, you can you can think of when we come out of the out of the toilet, we recite the Asher Yotzar Bracha, which again talks about the constant, incredible wonders of of the human body that we still take for granted. I mean, did did, did you ever notice that Asher Yotzar is the only Bracha that actually mentions the concept of that we actually mention the holy the holy a uh, throne in in that Bracha. Well, that's that's amazing because even 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 doing the most basic human thing, getting rid of one's waste and, and the the miraculous process of 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 that system of the body has to prompt one to recognize this is that this is a huge gift to uh to to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, right? That uh, you know if you if you think about the the incredible process that takes place from the time one imbibes food until that which is not needed by the body comes uh come come comes out it's 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 huge right it it's you know you should uh uh you know send a a whatsapp home like you do you know when someone goes on a long journey so your parents tell you you know please send me a whatsapp when you get there i want to know you're there safely we should we should uh we should send one every single time a piece of food gets from one end of our system to the other it's it's a miracle that it that it actually that it actually works works uh works that way um and that's that really coming back to to uh to what we were starting that's Bilam's intention was, Chas to say the words Kalem, right, which Bilam could have used to curse the Jewish nation, and with just that one second, that one word, that one span of a second, so this this kind of this Russia Marusha could have successfully brought Chas total total destruction to Am Yisrael. Achachamim took that same words and inserted it. Backwards, in the in the very very first filler, that that we say we say melech The word melech is the word kale, backwards, because he wanted to use one moment to destroy us. We use the first moment we're alive to realize melech Hakadosh Baruch You are in charge of this of this whole this whole this whole of the whole world that everything that happens that that's that and in the same way as he wanted to annihilate us Hashem is constantly working, Hashem is constantly uh, acting to to benefit us in, 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 in the fraction of a of a second we can have the full recognition of of our Kodesh Baruch Hu as as our as our as our Melach could not can on the one hand reverse anyone who's trying to Trying to, uh, curse us, but even more, it can bring about our, our, uh, our gu'ula in, in the very, very next moment at all. That appreciation, that momentary connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is the most important thing. I appreciate every moment, every second, everything that happens in my, in my life. We are talking about, we started a couple of weeks ago talking about the laws of 
what it is that a Jew is allowed to do for you on Shabbos and whether you're allowed to benefit for, from that, from that, uh, from that, uh, uh, work. So we left off last week, we were talking about the, the concept of if a, if a, uh, a, a non-Jew does something for, for, for the Jew in, 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 uh, in what instance are you allowed to benefit? So we said that anything that you couldn't have done without the guy, uh, 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 being involved, right? You said that the room was too dark to be able to read and, and you could have done other things, but you couldn't read. And, and, uh, and now he's putting on the light and, uh, and, uh, allows you to read, you cannot use that because you are now benefiting completely from the malacha that that uh, that he does. We'll carry on with the discussion in a moment. We didn't go to the shops. This is 101.9 Chai FM. Don't run away. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos only on 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 FM, we're back on the radio here. Thank you so much for joining us. We're talking about the, the issue of what a guy can do for you. So we were saying that in a situation, let's say, uh, where there isn't, uh, light in, in the room, so you cannot tell the non-Jew to do that for you, even if you're doing it via a, a hint, if that hint contains a command to do something that is forbidden. For example, if the it's dark in the room, you can't tell the 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 non-Jew, do me do me a favor, right? There's not enough light in this uh in this in this room. Because uh, uh you're talking about the fact there's not enough light. Uh, and even to sort of point at the light is as also because that is a Hint, but it, it's implicit, uh, uh, a command, a command also. The Chayodim brings it, that's also. Uh, same on the other side, if the light is on and it's stopping you from sleeping, you can't tell him, do what you, what you need to do. Or do me a favor, I can't sleep here. Or again, even to point to the light. But what you can do is you can tell him what to do, but... Tell them as a, as a story. In other words, let's say if there's not enough light in, in the room, you can say to them, you know, I, I really need to, uh, to f- clean up the, the, the room or I really need to, to, to read in this room and I can't do it when, when the light is so, is so weak. Or, uh, you know, the, 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 the light isn't, 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 uh, the, the house isn't, isn't light enough uh, because, uh, you know, there's only one light on in, in the room. And in, in that way, so you're not asking the guy to do anything and you're not mentioning a, a malucha. You're just telling him a, a, a story. And a, the non-Jew will want then to help and do whatever he can for, for the Jew will decide by himself without you commanding him to turn, you know, put some additional lighting sources uh, on. Or all the way around, if the light was on and you wanted him to, to sleep. So again, you can tell him as as a story, you know, I'm I, difficult to sleep uh, when there's light. 
And the guy hopefully will hop by himself and understand that if you want to be, if he wants to be a good boy and, uh, and help the Jew, so it'd be a good idea for him to go and, and turn off, and turn off the, 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 uh, the light. And it could be with anything. I don't know. Uh, we had a situation, uh, other week where, excuse me for saying so, there wasn't any, any, uh, any toilet paper. So again, tell the non-Jew as a, as a story, you know, say, state as a fact. There's no, there's no toilet paper. And the guy understanding that's what, what you mean will go and, and, and cut, and cut the paper. So you're not then considered to be having direct benefit from the work of the guy because, uh, you know, you could have done that again even without, without, uh, 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 cut, cut paper. But again, you can never tell them as a command, do me a favor. Right? I don't have, right? The moment you say, do me a favor, you're telling him to do something. That action is a forbidden action. Therefore, you're, you're, you're giving him a tzivoy, a command to do something that is forbidden. And that is, and that is, uh, that is, uh, awesome. And, uh, and certainly, let's say, uh, you're not paying him. He's just, uh, you know, uh, you know, oh no, any, any, any kind of a, kind of, kind of situation. I don't know. Um, you finished lunch and, the uh, you know, the slow cooker or the oven is still, is still, is still on. So again, one can tell to the, to the, uh, one can say to the guy, ah, it's such a shame. Yeah, all the, the electricity that's being, that's being, uh, that's being wasted. And the, the Nanju would understand by himself that he has to go and turn, turn it off. But you can't even hint to him as a command. And, uh, you know, as Umar says, uh, uh, Someone who puts out uh, the fire uh, won't 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 lose out. We're going to talk about uh, in a case where God forbid there's a a, a, con, a conflict conflagration that uh, that uh, that you can't. So just to to summarize, you can uh, you can you can be helped by the by the Jew on the condition that you're not violating one of these two forbidden one that you shouldn't tell the non-Jew to tell to that he must do a malacha for you, but it has to be a a hint as a story. And number two, that you're not having direct benefit from what the what the non-Jew has done in 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 something where you couldn't have done it at all without without his his uh, his action. So really the the allowance is to hint it to him but as a story to turn on a light where there's some light, then, then you can, then you can, uh, or to put out, put out light. That really is, is the situation that is, uh, that is, uh, that is allowed. Anyway, our time is up for, for this week. Shoot, it always goes so, so quickly. And we need to make a uh, way for the news at three o'clock and then some amazing, amazing music to get you ready, get you into the spirits for, for the coming, the coming Shabbos. But, uh, I want to just thank you all for joining us. Thank you so much for being part 
of the radio show. Today, it's always a pleasure to interact with you. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please feel free to get in touch with the station or get in touch with me uh, privately. Everyone knows my phone number. In the meantime, just to wish all of you a beautiful, warm Shabbos. They say it's going to get cold this Shabbos. So let the fires of Torah, let the fires of a family, of a good Zemiris, of a good Chont, warm you and keep you together. And please, God, should have an easy fast, but a meaningful fast on the coming Shabbos Vatamas on Sunday. And please, God, will be zeichet to meet again together next week and share some more Torah. In the meantime, to each and every one of our radio family, a good and good bench to Shabbos.